Where do you see your career in 10 years? What are you doing now to help you get there? The sooner you start enhancing your skills, the sooner you'll be ready. That's why AARP has reskilling courses in a variety of categories like marketing and management to help your income live as long as you do. That's right. AARP has a bevy of free skill building courses for you to choose from because the steps that you choose to take today will help you to love what you do in the future. And that's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, so whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well, what better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. And today we're discussing, but isn't stock investing risky? Joel, the short answer is no, it is not risky. So you can go ahead and turn off the podcast. Boom. <laughs> Done. All right. That was easy. No, we are going to talk about stock investing. We're going to talk about how, in fact, it really isn't risky and how the way we perceive risks has a lot to do with our behavior and the steps we take when it comes to investing, in particular with retirement. So yeah, looking forward to getting to that, buddy. Yeah. I feel like this is a subject I've been excited to discuss for a while because risk is one of those things that is in the eye of the beholder to a certain extent. And so we're going to clear up a lot of misconceptions today, I think, when it comes to the idea of stock investing and its associated risks. But real quick, Matt, I wanted to kind of jump back to something we talked about a long time ago in the show. Oh, do you even remember what episode that was that we mentioned that to begin with? I completely don't. It, It was early on. It was early on. I don't know. I want to say yeah. episode like 10, 12, 14, somewhere in there. But we haven't even said it yet. Secret Hopper. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. You and I, we got free beers the other night by uh, signing up for Secret Hopper. You can guess secret shopping for beer, right? Yeah, for hops. Like Secret Shopper, but Hopper. Exactly. And so... Very clever. <laughs> very clever. <laughs> and so, yeah, I randomly found out about Secret Hopper online and we mentioned it on an older show. And since then, uh, Secret Hopper actually launched 
in Atlanta, and we decided to to check it out to be a, a mystery shopper at a brewery. And we got our beers paid for by filling out a survey on the back end after we had beers. And it was a, a really fun experience, not just to get free beer, but to kind of actually think about our brewery visit in a way where we had to think through all those questions. I really enjoyed kind of thinking about the experience like that and documenting it. Yeah. One of the questions that stood out to me was, what smell did you notice when you entered the brewery? (laughs) Which, yeah, this is something that I'm never going to tell somebody that works there. Hey, you know what it smells like here? But it's something I always think because you know how I am when it comes to smell. I always think of uh, weird things. You have a ridiculous (laughs) nose. Uh, I think people that have listened for a while know that at this point. (laughs) But yeah, I love that question. And that was my favorite question to answer. But yeah, Secret Hopper is super cool. Be sure to check it out. You can become a secret hopper yourself and get paid 20 bucks for drinking beer, something you might already be doing at a brewery. But then also, like you said, Joel, to provide feedback for maybe a brewery that you love, ways to make that brewery better is, is super cool. But then on top of that, Andrew, the guy that started it, how cool is it that he was able to combine consulting with craft beer, like something that he already is into with something he already knows something about. And yeah, finding a way to create that side hustle and who knows? Hopefully he can go full time with it someday and make, make it totally legit. Yeah, I feel like he just totally conquered a sweet side hustle. It did something he was passionate about and, and has really built a, an interesting and fun business out of it. I believe he said they're in over 200 breweries, maybe in like 250 breweries at this point, which is really cool. Yeah, you can go to secrethopper.com. That's his website. And you can sign up and see if there's a brewery in your area where you can sign up. Uh, apparently, he said the most breweries they have is in Columbus, Ohio. So if you live in Columbus, <laughs> in particular, you're definitely going to find uh, one or more that you can visit as a, as a secret hopper. But if you, like us, like saving money and like drinking beer, it's like the perfect pairing. Yeah, Joel, and not just any beer. We're talking about delicious craft beer, just like our buddy Pat from here in Atlanta uh, brought to us from Jupiter, Florida. You want to introduce this beer? Yeah, so Pat's been a good buddy for a long time. He also has just a fascinating job. He builds furniture. He does build-outs around town for a lot of bars, restaurants, and breweries. And he also loves beer uh, just as much as we do. And Pat, nicely enough, brought back some beer from Florida. This is Center of the Sun. And it's a collaboration beer by Civil Society and Equilibrium Brewing. And this is a double IPA. Dude, we cracked open this crowler and the scent of fresh oranges just flooded the room. I can't wait to dig into this. I actually just did dig into this. And yeah, man, you mentioned oranges. I think it's awesome that we've had multiple beers now from Florida where their IPAs have a ton of citrus going on. And so, yeah, looking forward to talking about this more at the end of the episode. So, Joel, the topic at hand, you want to go ahead and kick it off? Yeah, Matt, let's get into it. We're talking about the riskiness of investing in stocks. And a lot of people refuse. They don't invest in the stock market because of a perceived risk that's inherent in, in investing in stocks, right? They they think of it as similar to going to Vegas and putting money on the roulette table or playing blackjack. The slots. <laughs> right. They're very different things. And we'll outline that in today's episodes. A lot of people recount the Great Depression or the Great Recession, the recent Great Recession. And millennials have been averse in particular to investing in stocks based on what they saw happen at the end of the last decade, right? And they decide that their money is better off left in their nice, safe savings account. That's what we want to combat, right? We want to combat that kind of thinking that the stock market is gambling, that it's incredibly risky, and that you should play it safe and be on the sidelines. We don't feel that way. And I feel like it's really helpful to have a discussion about risk in general and what the risks are of not investing in the stock market at the same time. Yeah. And you just mentioned savings accounts. And I think it's worth mentioning as well. Like we have seen an increase in the rates that you can get uh, by putting your money in savings accounts. But even still, 
it is not enough to specifically beat inflation. A lot of times you hear that, oh, slow and steady wins the race. I'm just going to keep, you know, keep my head down. I'm going to put my money over here. And if, if I just keep doing that over time, I'm going to end up okay. But when it comes to your money, specifically in a savings account, that is not the case. Like your money essentially sits in there and rots, right? It degrades. The buying power that that money has decreases over time. And it's, again, it's all due to inflation, which is, I mean, that's, it's the enemy of cash, right? <laughs> Completely. Yeah, it, it totally is. And so there is certainly a place for savings accounts, right? That's a great place to stash your emergency fund, as we've talked about. And it's great to sign up for a savings account that's high yield, right? Compared to savings accounts from the major banks that offer you very, very little in return. But there's also a major place for your money to be invested in stocks. And it's really, really important that you invest a decent chunk continually through the months, through the years, in order to grow your wealth and beat the harmful effects of inflation. And so real quickly, we're not talking about single stock investing. Matt and I are huge fans of broadly diversified index funds. The last thing we want for you to do is to speculate and to put a ton of your money invested with one single company or with even just a few single companies, right? That's not the same as gambling like we mentioned earlier, but it is much, much riskier than investing in broad market index funds. And so that's one caveat that we wanted to get out of the way earlier when we're talking about investing in the stock market. We're not saying putting all your money in Tesla stock. We're saying put it in the total stock market as a whole. And that is what is perceived as risky by lots of folks. And Matt and I are here to say, you know what? It's really not all that risky. And Joel, one of the other things too regarding risk specific to investing in the stock market is that it comes down to your personal money goals, right? Like you mentioned a second ago, saving money and putting it aside in a savings account. The reason you would want to do that, like you said, if you had a short-term savings goal, say you're saving up some cash to buy a new car, that's something you're going to spend in the next you know, couple of years maybe. In that case, yeah, investing in the stock market would be risky. And so you have to take the context into account. You need to take into account the liquidity. Like how quickly do you want to be able to access that money? Because that does change your view of risk. And that does change the, the amount of money that you would want to put aside long-term in the stock market. So making sure you identify your goals. And for the rest of this episode, for the most part, we're going to be talking about retirement investing. We're going to be looking at the long-term. We're taking more of a long view of money and investing in the stock market. Yeah, that timeline is crucial to whether stock investing is risky or not, right? So if you need your money in 30 days, it's incredibly risky to invest in the stock market. But if we're talking 10, 20, or 30 years, the level of risk is incredibly low. But the key is that avoiding risk altogether actually opens you up to a whole nother world of risk that you didn't even know existed. So we'll talk about those risks and the many perceived risks that people often have when it comes to stock investing right after the break. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans. We always like to get the families together, Matt, for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer. We've already got that trip to St. Simon's on the calendar. Pumped for that. But sometimes those vacations 
get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host, or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com host. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Let's say you've been listening to the podcast and now you're finally ready to start implementing some of the uh, the financial morsels that we're dishing up. Maybe you are trying to save up some more money for a down payment on a house, or maybe there's a big vacation that you have been dying to take. Well, the money app Monarch, they make it so easy to help you to reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal, they named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, collaborate with your partner even. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. And you won't get spammed either. Monarch features ad-free privacy you can trust. They will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. That's right, man. And after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. It just makes sense. It works. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash howtomoney. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney for an extended 30-day free trial. All right, Joel, so before the break, you mentioned perceived risks versus like the real risks. And I'm almost adverse to saying perceived risks because it is only perception, right? And to me, though, it's almost less a risk that you perceive and it's almost like discomfort. The way that I was wrapping my head around this earlier, I was thinking about it and it made me think of working out And so you work out and you get sore and your body's aching. And for the moment, it kind of sucks, right? But you know that you're growing, like your muscles are getting bigger, you're getting stronger. And you know, like for the most part, it's better for you. And you run the risk of short-term pain or injury even that might set you back slightly. But in the long term, you know that it's good for your body, especially, you know, like it's good for your heart, right? However, what if you don't work out at all? You run the risk, like the true risk of truly... Turning into Joel? (laughs) I know you don't work out, but you're pretty healthy, man. You ride that bike. That's true. But when you don't work out, though, you run the risk of your body getting weaker. You run the risk of your health deteriorating over the long term and like heart disease and kind of all that stuff, right? And so I'm equating like the current discomfort 
that you might experience from working out or even the current discomfort of a small injury that you might have now is well worth the long-term reward of knowing that, man, I'm taking care of my body. I'm healthy. I'm going to be stronger in my old age. It's really easy for me to see that in regards to investing in the stock market, right? Like you have these short-term blips, you have these ups and downs in the market, and it might set you back a little bit right now in the here and now. But in the long term, you know that if you aren't actually doing something with your money, you know, if you're not putting it to work, you're not going to be able to grow that money. And eventually, it's just going to continue to decrease in its purchasing power and in its actual value. I feel like we can come up with lots of excuses for not doing what's good for us when the data kind of is in and we know what makes us healthy as humans. We can choose at our own risk to say, no, I'm better off sitting on the couch watching Netflix and avoiding the short-term pain of working out, right? Not only, I don't think, because I could experience some discomfort, but it's like I could, I could hurt something in my body while I'm working out. That happens, right? People, people get hurt sometimes while working out. But the bigger risk is over the long term, your body deteriorating. And it's the same thing with your money. The greatest risk over the long term is your money deteriorating. And that's because, like you mentioned earlier, uh, the, the risk of inflation. Inflation is this thing that will slowly eat at your money and make it completely worthless. And the only way to combat inflation is to be investing your money, saving your money. You're trying to get somewhere close to keeping up with inflation. We have to take quote unquote risk with our money in order to win in the end. And Warren Buffett has this great quote. He says, risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. And so we want to kind of help you understand a little bit about risk and how you can know what you're doing, feel comfortable doing it, see where the real risk lies, and then see what actions you need to take based on the actual risks that exist. So let's go ahead now and jump into perceived risks that folks tend to be afraid of versus like the real risk that's actually present. So the first one, oftentimes you hear of folks being afraid of losing all of their money. And historically, you know, this is impossible. And I say historically because up until now, the stock market has always gone up <laughs> over the long term. So historically, it is impossible to lose all your money with a buy and hold approach with a diversified portfolio. And so since its inception, the stock market has averaged 10%. And you're not going to lose your money if you're making 10%. You know, if you purchase and then you hold it and you don't sell at the wrong time. Yeah, the real risk is not losing all your money. The real risk is not investing at all. Avoiding risk in this capacity is the riskiest move that you can make. Like we said, you'll slowly erode the value of your money. Inflation is the actual risk, not investing in the stock market. Yeah, Joel. And second to not investing at all is waiting too late to start investing. And so, you know, compounding interest is incredibly powerful. So Joel, a quick example. So based on historical returns, you know, if someone were to invest $2,400 a year from the ages of 25 to 45, right? 20 years, they've put in a total of $48,000, but then they stop investing altogether, but then they allow that money to compound. 20 years later, by the age of 65, they would have over $1 million. And that's amazing to be able to convert $48,000 to $1 million. <laughs> by not doing anything, by letting it sit. And what's key here though is starting early, right? In this example, this person started investing at the age of 25. I wasn't investing like that at the age of 25. I think maybe you were because you were a lot smarter than I was, but hey, you win some, you lose some. You're a smarty pants. The next perceived risk that, that we want to talk about, Matt, is choosing the right stock. A lot of people think that they have to do tons of research on a company, have special knowledge of that particular company. But with widely diversified index funds, you don't have to be a good stock picker. You pick them all. I feel like that's actually a really big reason that people avoid the stock market because they think they need to know which company is going to beat all the other companies. Is Amazon going to continue on its same trajectory? Apple's down. Should I be worried? Do I need to invest in companies that I know? 
And you know what? None of those things are the case. You don't really have to know that much. You just have to know the trajectory of American companies as a whole and feel comfortable that our country does a great job stimulating a free and open marketplace where goods and services can be traded freely. And so there's no need to choose the right stock. The only thing you need to be concerned about buying is those pieces of American industry as a whole. Yeah, Joel, and you just said this very quickly, but you said pick them all, like you get to have them all. That's exactly right, though. Like an index fund, which is what we're recommending here, is made up of all the stocks. <laughs> uh, the ones we love are the total market funds, and these are made up of hundreds and even thousands of stocks. And so the real risk that you run is not knowing what specific company to buy. It's that you go all in in one specific stock and that you are not diversified. So in this case, diversification is your friend and focusing in on single companies or, or individual stocks. You don't have to be the next Warren Buffett. You don't have to be Charlie Munger. You don't need to feel the pressure to spend all this time researching and being the next prodigy. Instead, investing in the stock market can be as easy as choosing a single index fund. Yeah, Matt, I'll confess, I've never read a company earnings report. I haven't either. <laughs> and when it comes to like real estate investing, right? we do a lot of research. We do a lot of street to street. We do a lot of driving around. We know the market. But when it comes to the stock market, ignorance is bliss to me. I will plainly take broadly diversified and low cost over stock picking because I just don't have the time or the desire to read earnings reports, to do the research on individual companies, to find out which ones I think are going to win in the long run. And I think for most of us with day jobs, family, kids, friends, neighborhood, whatever, there's all these things going on. Most of us just aren't going to read earnings reports. We're not going to do the research to find out which company is going to win when it comes to self-driving cars and try to go all in on that, right? Like which industry is the next one to blow up? God bless you if that's something you're interested in. That's just not something that Matt and I care about. And so we just want to encourage you that choosing the right stock is not important at all. And that in fact, trying to pick the right stock is a much riskier proposition. And another perceived risk that a lot of folks fear are the ups and downs of the stock market. And you know, it's true that stocks, they are very risky on a short timeline. That's why we talked about how if you're looking to pull your funds out in the next 30 days or the next several months or even a year, you do not want to put your money in the stock market. You know, when you're in it for the long haul, those short-term rises and falls, they don't matter. If anything, you should see those and think, huh, that's not something I have to worry about because again, our sites are set on the long term. And again, what we mean by that is at least five years, but preferably 10, 20, or even 30 years down the road. Yeah. So the real risk to you in this scenario is not the ups and downs of the market. It is your emotions. It's emotionally reacting to these ups and downs, selling at the wrong time, or even thinking that you can time the stock market. Even with the stock market being at all-time highs recently, I've had so many questions come my way that say, should I be selling a certain amount of my stock index funds and converting my money into cash? And just for me, I'm not comfortable doing that. I don't think I can time the market. The real risk is me emotionally reacting based on artificial knowledge that I don't actually have. And so my goal is to stay the course for 30, 40 years. It's not to time the market in any way, form or fashion. Um, and so just remember, check your emotions at the door and that's how you're going to avoid one of the most prominent risks that investors face. Man, 40 years, you're not going to touch your money for that long. You must think you're going to live to be like 100. I'm going to be like <laughs> Methuselah age, dude. Because you're already 60 years old now. So Hey, well, my grandpa recently passed away. He he lived to 97. And, wow. And so I don't know, man. Like with, Good genes, dude. I know, right? So with longevity these days... Uh, Medicine, technology. Yeah, completely. Living to 100 is, is not outside of the realm of even normalcy, much less possibility, right? And so thinking about the long, long haul, I'm thinking on a 30 to 40 year timeline. I don't know exactly when I'll be tapping those retirement funds, but the biggest thing I want to avoid is emotionally getting in and getting out of the stock market at times that are often going to be the most inopportune, you know? 
Yeah, man, I, I totally hear you. And another sort of misconception, you know, this is less of a sort of perceived risk, but a misconception about investing in the stock market is that it takes just a ton of money to kind of get started, feeling like you have to have all these funds set aside to even make your first purchase or your first, I don't know, how do you place an order to, to buy a fund or a share of a stock? Do I have to have $10,000 saved up first? <laughs> I don't know. And the fact is, that is just not true. You no longer have to have tons of money set aside to get in the game. Specifically with Fidelity and M1, we mentioned them on the micro investing app episode, but they do not require a minimum investment at all. You, you mentioned Vegas earlier and sort of in that analogy, you get to show up at the table, you get to pull up a seat and get to see what's going on. And you get those free drinks on the house, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, not from personal experience. Have you been to Vegas? I've never been to Vegas, but my mother-in-law actually lives 30 minutes from Tunica. <laughs> so I might've played a little blackjack there every once in a while. That's like Vegas if you live close to the Mississippi, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Much more depressing Vegas. <laughs> and, and one of our favorites, Matt Vanguard, it, it does take a minimum of $1,000 to open an account. So that's why we love Vanguard. We love M1 and Fidelity. They're all great low-cost options for your investing. But the old adage that it takes money to make money, to a certain extent, is still true, right? But, <laughs> but it doesn't take a lot of money to actually start investing. You can get started today with $10. That's kind of what's cool about the democratization of investing that's happened. It really doesn't take that much money to get in the game, like you said. Yeah. So that's not the risk that you need to be worried about. The real risk is paying too much of your money while you're investing in these different funds and ETFs and fees. We've mentioned previously on shows, VTSAX, or as people like to affectionately call it, VTSAX, has a 0.04% expense ratio. 0.04%. That is almost nothing but it doesn't beat actually nothing. And I was researching some and Fidelity, they recently launched their completely free funds with zero cost. And their total market fund equivalent is FZ Rocks, ROX, which is totally awesome and bad A. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it rocks. Yeah, it really does. And it, I just think it's fantastic that Fidelity has recently launched this entire portfolio, this entire line of these different funds that literally have zero expenses associated with them. Yeah. So the big risk, Matt, is not that you have to bring a lot of money to the table. The big risk is paying too much in fees. And that could be advisory fees. That could be a percentage of your portfolio or even just an annual fee that you pay an advisor. You know, that's where I was actually like 10 years ago. I had a super fancy mutual fund because a friend of mine recommended it to me. And dude, no joke. I want to say it had like a 1.2% annual fee. Ooh. Yeah. You threw that already on top of inflation and man, like that's a lot to overcome. Yeah, it eats into the returns. So the real risk is is the fees that you pay over time. And that could be to an advisor. That could be the individual fund fees. There are so many ways that you can get feed in the world of investing. And that's what you want to avoid. And that's why Matt and I are fans of Vanguard, fans of Fidelity, fans of M1, because that's where you're going to get the smallest fees and access to some of the best funds. And it doesn't take a whole lot of money in order to get started. Okay, Joe, now that we have identified how investing in the stock market is not actually risky, Right after the break, we're going to dive into how easy it is to actually invest in the stock market. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. 
They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans. We always like to get the families together, Matt, for a week at the beach every single summer. We've already got that trip to St. Simon's on the calendar. Pumped for that. But sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host. Or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Let's say you've been listening to the podcast and now you're finally ready to start implementing some of the uh, the financial morsels that we're dishing up. Maybe you are trying to save up some more money for a down payment on a house, or maybe there's a big vacation that you have been dying to take. Well, the money app Monarch, they make it so easy to help you to reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal, they named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, collaborate with your partner even. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. And you won't get spammed either. Monarch features ad-free privacy you can trust. They will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. That's right, man. And after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. It just makes sense. It works. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash howtomoney. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney for an extended 30-day free trial. Spring cleaning is kind of an annual rite of passage. We've all got to do it, minimize the junk that we have in our house. Emily and I, we just cleaned our closets out. It took hours, but it was so worth it. Now we've only got stuff in there that we love, and it's easier to find everything too. And so, you know, while cleaning your closets is helpful, well, there's something else you can do for your family this spring. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius, for example, is a really important part of your financial planning for the year. That's right. Yeah. And here is the thing that's important to remember because you might be thinking you don't need to check out Policy Genius because you've got a policy through work. But even if you have a life insurance policy through your job, it may not offer you enough protection for your family's needs. And it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance companies, and that means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com.
All right, Matt. In a second, we're going to talk about when risk rears its ugly head, like how we stay the course when investing. But first, let's talk about how easy it is to invest in the stock market. Good news. It's really easy. Yeah, let's talk about the actual mechanics of it. And so know that if you have a 401k or a Roth 401k at work, purchasing funds and ETFs within that vehicle, within those accounts, is actually investing in the stock market. And that is the easiest way to get started investing in the stock market. You want to make sure that you're doing this first, especially if you have an employer match. That's free money and essentially a 100% return on your investment. So make sure you're doing that first. So if you have not taken advantage of that benefit... You know, and it really is a benefit, Joel. Like that is something that your employer offers you as an employee. Make sure you take advantage of that. It's already in place. All you have to do is talk to HR or whoever it is that you talk to about your benefits and make sure you get that thing activated. Yeah, you might not even have to talk to anyone. You just like click the button and <laughs> up your percentage, right? That, that you're putting into your retirement account. So that's hitting the easy button right there. That's a good way to go. Uh, another way to do it is to open up your own IRA. That's an individual retirement account. Matt and I really like the Roth version of that for a lot of reasons that we're going to get into on a future episode. But with an online brokerage account like Vanguard, Fidelity, or M1, they're low cost, which means your money is, stays working for you. It'll, it'll take you 10 maybe 15 minutes to open up an IRA and to transfer money from your bank account and start investing tonight. If you haven't started and risk was the thing keeping you back, oh man, the stock market's risky. I don't think I want to do that. Well, opening up an IRA on your own is easy. Well, hopefully we've kind of helped you think through the idea of risk just a little bit and the fact that investing in the stock market isn't nearly as risky as you thought it was and opening up an IRA is just kind of a great way to begin. So once you've opened up that work-sponsored 401k or that individual retirement account, that IRA, the next thing that you want to do is make sure that you're actually purchasing the funds or the ETFs because that's where the actual investing in the stock market happens. A lot of times in your different retirement accounts, you have the sort of default option of that money getting swept into a money market account. And you are not earning stock market money by allowing your money to just sit there. Sometimes it just sits there in cash. It doesn't even earn anything. Uh, so what you need to make sure that you are actually doing is truly investing in the stock market. You want to look at those low-cost index funds. Yeah, Matt. I met way too many people that thought that they were invested in the stock market because they had a 401k through their work or they'd opened up an IRA. They, they took good advice. Right. And they opened up the account and they put their money in. But what they didn't do was choose the right allocation. They didn't choose any allocation. And they kept it in cash or in a money market account, whether from a lack of knowledge or perceived risk of investing in stocks. And so, yeah, if you do have an account, if you do have a 401k, you haven't taken a look at what it's invested in in, in a long time, you have an IRA and you just have no idea where your funds are inside of that IRA. It's really important to go take a look like really soon and make sure that your money isn't just sitting there idly by, but that it's invested. Like we said, low cost, well diversified funds for the long haul. Because even if you have money in one of these great investment vehicles, if it's essentially sitting on the sidelines, right, in a cash type choice, then you're running the risk of your money not outpacing inflation. Yeah, Joel. And once you've purchased those funds, once you've made those orders online, like that is it. Like, congratulations, you are now invested in the stock market. <laughs> like, it was, often, it, it was a lot easier than you thought, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, a lot of times people think it's, it's so complicated or they have to make phone calls or there's some sort of special thing that shows up in the mail to tell them that like you are now invested in the stock market. Like, no, that's not the case. Like it's easy as that. It's just rinse and repeat. Like those are the steps that we have to take over and over. Yeah. If you have used an app like Venmo, you know how to invest in the stock market. Like seriously, it, if you can transfer money to a friend, you can place an order for a low cost index fund. Like it, it, that's how easy it is. So just know that it's simple. 
Okay, so you're investing in the stock market now, and then the question comes up, how do I keep it up? Like, how can you stay the course when the perceived risks make themselves known? And the answer is to not look at your retirement account statements. You want to make sure you are staying the course. The economy, the market, it'll have huge bumps, and there'll be massive corrections. You want to make sure that you're not changing your plan, and you want to make sure that you're just not reacting to those financial news headlines. Yeah, so start now if you haven't already and plan to invest for the long term. We're talking more than five years. And like Matt said, don't pay attention to the financial news. And at the same time, don't even pay attention to your account balance. Because the more you look at the day-to-day on something that is invested for decades to come, the more likely you are to assume that your investments are riskier than they actually are. Because if you look on a day-to-day basis, investing in stocks, like we said, looks risky. But when you're thinking about it in the long term, there's very, very little risk associated with investing in the stock market. So don't even pay attention to your statements. That is your ticket to building long-term wealth. All right, Joel, let's go ahead and get back now to that beer. This episode, we are drinking Center of the Sun, which is a collaboration between civil society and equilibrium, which have you ever had an equilibrium before? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I have either. You know what I like about collaboration beers? It's like drinking two beers at once. <laughs> I know. like You get to taste two different breweries, what they're yeah, into. So. A little bit of characteristics maybe from both is, is what I hope, I guess. But yeah, this, this beer is fantastic. It's super orangey, like we both talked about. We could smell it. But it's kind of got like that pithy bitterness mixed in with that sort of fruit sweetness. And uh, it just ends up being a super smooth, well-balanced IPA. This kind of IPA is quickly becoming just my go-to type of IPA that I want to drink all the time. Anytime you involve that citrus and that hazy color... In the glass, uh, I can't get enough of that. This beer, to me, really tasted kind of like slightly unripe oranges. And I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. Especially for a beer coming out of the state of Florida. To taste like oranges is kind of where it's at. Sort of like you're driving down, uh, what is it, I-95, and you get, see the orange trees off on the side, or you're driving down to Miami. Exactly. I can like picture, <laughs> picture it in my head, right, while I'm sipping on this beer. So big thanks to our friend Pat for bringing this beer up for us. He runs a sweet woodworking shop called B10 Union, where we live here in Atlanta. Yeah, chances are, if you've been to a restaurant in Atlanta, you've sat on some of their work because they do restaurant build-outs in all of the awesome restaurants and bars. <laughs> yeah, and this beer was delicious. So we're lucky to have friends like Pat, right? Yeah, and special mad props to Pat for getting this to us super fresh. He was down in Florida yesterday. I don't know if we said that at the beginning of the episode, but he was down there doing uh, an install. He was there at the brewery. Got this in a crowler, brought it back, and we're drinking it the next day. And so I think there's something extra special about it, tasting extra fresh. Fresh IPAs are where it's at. You definitely don't want to let your IPAs sit for too long. They start to taste like trash after a while. <laughs> so this one, super fresh. And, and that, I think it's part of the reason it tastes so dang good. But enough about beer, Matt. Let's get to our final thoughts on the riskiness of stock investing. All right, Joel. In the last part of the episode here, we talked about having a plan. We talked about our approach to retirement investing. But having an investing plan doesn't mean that you've eliminated risk. Since the market and life is just unpredictable, it's impossible to fully eliminate risk. But by having a plan, we can help manage risk and our own emotional reactions to the market. Yeah, Matt, you could stay indoors to avoid exposure to potential accidents or the damaging rays of the sun. You could avoid getting behind the wheel of a car because you're nervous about getting in an accident, right? And in the same way, you can avoid stock investing because of the potential massive declines in a day or a month-long period. Either way, you'll be worse off for prioritizing risk avoidance over taking thoughtful, intentional, purposeful risks because truly you're risking so much more. If you decide to play it safe, 
stay on the sidelines when it comes to living your life or putting your money in the stock market. If you avoid working out because of perceived risk, atrophy. Atrophy is your greatest enemy. And if you keep your money in a savings account or even in cash under your mattress, which is worse, <laughs> right? That's a bigger risk than investing in the overall stock market because of the role inflation plays in eating away at your money over time. So Matt and I are not suggesting that you take unnecessary risks. The simple path is best. It has risks, but they're known risks. And so you can invest for the long term with confidence, knowing that the supreme risk, it's in action. That's right, buddy. And I think that's going to be it for this episode. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. You can check out some show notes on our website at howtomoney.com. Yeah. And if you have enjoyed the show, if you found the advice helpful, we would appreciate it if you would consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and consider hitting the subscribe button while you're there too. And if you feel like Matt and I can do a better job, we would love to hear your feedback as well. You can send us a message by going to howtomoney.com slash do better. That's right, man. So until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.